Maple syrup. It's expensive. But there's a good reason for that. Real maple syrup can only come from the sap of maple trees. Maple trees. The sugar bush is waiting for us on today's episode of Weather Jazz. Love and maple syrup go together like the sticky winds of winter when they meet. When lonely lovers come to rest beneath the trees, they do the best, but still they can't be free. Perhaps you recognize that voice. It is the voice of Gordon Lightfoot. And that was years before he actually had his first U.S. hit, Sundown, in 1974. This was an album that did very well in Canada. Now, remember, Gordon Lightfoot is from Canada, a country that is very, very familiar with maple syrup. And this song is called Love and Maple Syrup. We are talking about the sugar maples and maple trees today on Weather Jazz. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and even off-topic things from time to time. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. And I am the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 244 for Wednesday, October 6, 2021. And once again this week, we want to wish uh, AJ a speedy recovery. He's got a bit of a head cold. He'll be out again today for those of you in Northeast Ohio. So keep him in your prayers as I am and since I will be sliding over again to cover the 7 and 10 p.m., which is kind of a little out of sorts for me. So my body's on a slightly different rhythm this week. It's going to take a little while to get back to my usual 5 and 7 p.m. broadcast. So those of you that are watching on the Internet across the whole globe, I will not be in my usual spot at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m., but rather 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, we'll be talking about maple trees today, and what really sparked that is the fact that I have been taking pictures with my new DJI Mini 2. It's a drone. It's a very lightweight drone, but it is amazing what they pack into 249 grams. I may have mentioned this before, but the FAA requires you to register your drone And that's if the weight is 250 grams or heavier. Well, DJI, leave it to them, they got real busy and kind of reverse engineered a drone so that it comes literally just under the 250 gram mark at 249 grams. And it's amazing what they jam into 249 grams. 
It's got a 4K camera. It has a full three-axis gimbal. And the program that comes with it that controls it from your phone is uh, truly amazing. At any rate, I've been getting used to it. Uh, I'm used to much larger drones. Uh, However, this is my first real super small one, and I really like it. And I've been taking some pictures of the sugar bush. What is a sugar bush? Well, simply put, it's just a collection or a grove of sugar maple trees. Those are really some of the most colorful maple trees in the fall time period, in the leaf change period, and they can really show up quite well. In fact, what I'm going to do is put some of those photos on weatherjazz.com, episode number 244, for you to take a look at and uh, see some of what I've been seeing thanks to my DJI Mini 2, which got me to thinking, you know what? A lot of people don't really know all that much about maple trees. We take them for granted. We take maple syrup for granted. But there's really something very special about maple trees. And as Sally, my wife, who did the intro to Weather Jazz today, mentioned, maple syrup is expensive. But it's not just because it's expensive. In other words, there's a reason behind it. There are very few places in the world that have maple trees. Uh huh. And that's the reason why, on top of which, it takes 44 zero gallons of sap boiled down to make one gallon of maple syrup. It's a very labor-intensive process, which takes some time. And of course, time is money, and so is the scarcity of maple syrup in the sense that there's only a couple of areas of the globe in which you will find maple syrup trees. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll delve into the world of maple trees, not only the sugar maple, we will take a look at that and maple syrup stats, etc., but also the varieties of maples that we see all across at least parts of North America and Canada. Okay, I just gave away parts of it because you really won't find a whole lot of maples outside of this zone. So when we come back, we'll delve real deep into the world of the sugar bush. Well, we're back and we're talking about the maple tree. And there are about 100 species of maples around the world. However, Most of them are concentrated anywhere from central and eastern Canada into the eastern United States, basically along the Mississippi River points east and even as far south as Georgia and north Florida. However, the greatest concentration of sugar maples would be native to the broadleaf forests of Ontario, Quebec, and the Maritimes, and also, again, extending as far south as Georgia. The maple trees really thrive on deep, fertile, and well-drained soils, and the sugar maple itself is one of the largest and most long-lived maples or types of maples growing that grow more than 100 feet in height, and of course, it has spectacular color. 
And that's what we're starting to see. Notice on the map that I have on episode number 244, go there when you get a chance. If you're listening to this remotely, maybe on a jog or on your way to work in the car, go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 244. I will post a map from the U.S. Geological Survey that shows the basic regions of North America, in particular the northeastern United States, that has most of the sugar maples around it. And the center is actually Ohio. How about that? It goes as far west as Minnesota, extreme eastern Iowa along the Mississippi. Most of Missouri is included in the region that has at least some population of sugar maples. It goes all the way down to Chattanooga, just touching the North Georgia border. And then rides northeast from roughly Roanoke, Virginia, up to New York City, and virtually all of New England, New York State, Pennsylvania, is included in a rather large population in which you will find the sugar maple. And of course, that goes up into Ontario and Quebec province of Canada. Now, let's talk a little bit about maple syrup. And a lot of people really don't know this, but maple syrup can be made from any species of maple tree. However, the one that is going to produce the most sap and the highest concentration of sugar is going to be the sugar maple. It roughly takes 40 gallons of sap to boil down to one gallon of maple syrup. As I mentioned, it's a very labor-intensive process without a doubt. Now, the maple syrup, as we mentioned, can be made from any species of maple trees, but the trees that can be tapped, at least to a degree that will produce enough sap to make it worthwhile, would be the sugar maple, obviously, that's number one, the black maple, the red and silver maple, and the box elder trees, which would be a maple tree. Other species of maples have much lower concentrations of sugar in their sap, though. For example, it would require about 60 gallons of the box elder sap to produce one gallon of syrup. So for the box elder, it is even more labor intensive. But if that's the only thing you have on your property or anywhere around uh, and you really want that maple syrup, perhaps that's going to be the way to go. Now, let's talk about U.S. maple syrup because Canada, in particular Quebec, is the biggest producer globally of maple syrup every year. It is number one by far and above because of the number of sugar maple trees that are out there and the sugar maples that are tapped and used to boil down to sap. But in the United States, what state has the number one production of maple syrup. And I'd love to say that it's Ohio, but it is not. It is Vermont. Vermont maple syrup accounts for, now get this, this is an interesting stat, 5.5% of the global syrup supply. The global syrup supply. 5.5% come from this little teeny state in New England, Vermont. There are a lot of sugar bushes. There are a lot of sugar shacks out there. There are a lot of places 
that uh, really the economy is based on this one very small and narrow window of time where they tap the trees and they take the sap and boil it down. That would be in the springtime because you need, first of all, temperatures during the day that go above 32 and at night fall to freezing or below. The freeze-thaw cycle is what gets the sap flowing through the tree. Now, once the tree begins to bud, there are some elements in the sap which give the maple syrup an off taste. And of course, you don't get as much sap at that point anyway because the buds are there and they're taking a lot of that sap so that uh, they can uh, feed the rest of the tree and get ready to, to leaf out. So it's a very, very narrow window, and not all trees can be tapped. The very young ones cannot be tapped because that would literally kill the tree. You have to wait for a certain circumference of the tree to occur, and typically that won't happen until the tree is uh, three to five years old for just one uh, insert or borehole through which you get the sap. And we'll end on these two notes. Which maple syrup is the healthiest? There really is a lot of debate, and it comes down to personal preference. In terms of dark maple syrup, the dark amber, or the fancy A-grade, which is extremely light syrup, and typically the very light syrup comes from the first tap, As the sap begins to flow, it gets more and more of the nutrients from the tree. And that accounts for some of the minerals, some of the antioxidants in maple syrup that you find, and the darker color and the richer taste and flavor. So the later you go into the sugar mapling season, the darker syrup is what you're going to get. So which is the healthiest? Well, actually, the darker maple syrup is healthier. So if you're a fan of the super light, fancy grade, uh, sorry to say that the darker one is healthier. Why? It includes a greater amount of minerals and antioxidants. Now, in terms of the sugar content, there is virtually no difference between the lighter and the darker syrup. But in terms of health, you might get a little more out of it for the dark or from the dark syrup because of the mineral and antioxidant content. One more question to tackle. So you're in a sugar shack. How do you know when the maple syrup is done? There are a couple of ways, but the number one way is temperature. In these sugar shacks, they keep a careful look at the temperature of the boiling sap. When the finished maple syrup boils at 7 degrees above the boiling point of water, which is 219 degrees Fahrenheit, using a candy thermometer. And now remember, this is based with uh, basically the fact that, that you would be close to sea level. Because if you go up in altitude, those temperatures are going to change a little bit. Same thing with water. Water doesn't boil at 212 degrees Fahrenheit. In Denver, for instance, it boils a lot faster at a lower temperature because of the altitude. And uh, it has to do with the physics involved in the energy required to bring the water up to the point where it changes 
from a liquid state to the vapor state. And perhaps that's another subject for another time here on Weather Jazz. Just know that it is all related in terms of altitude. But we're talking about sea level. And just to kind of give it a common reference point, uh, you need the syrup at 219 degrees on a candy thermometer. And you know that your syrup is done. In fact, old-timers... They don't use a candy thermometer. They can supposedly tell when the syrup is done by the way it sheets off the back of a spoon when you lift the the spoon out of where the sap is boiling. So there are some visual cues as well. So how about that? More information about sugar maples and maple trees in general than you ever cared to know about. But now you know we truly live, if you live in Ohio or anywhere in the eastern or northeastern United States, we live in a pretty special zone as well as southern Canada. You know, we've got an awful lot of listeners from Ontario and Quebec province. So you too live in a very, very special zone. Don't take those sugar maples for granted. Uh, We live in a part of the globe that is truly spectacular. Just in case you live in a place where you don't see sugar maples, just go to my website, weatherjazz.com, and I've posted some pictures from my drone just from the last couple of days that will show some of those sugar maples turning some beautiful, beautiful colors. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word, especially if you know somebody who has a fascination with trees, sugar maples in particular. This is your episode. Let them know about it. Episode number 244 on weatherjazz.com or on any podcast app. I'm on all of them. And uh, hello to all of my supporters. Two of them are in Vermont. How about that? The state that has 5.5% of the global supply of maple syrup. It comes from Vermont. So thanks to Victoria Singer and Kian Galunas, along with all of my other supporters. And I'll go through that list on Friday. I certainly appreciate every single one of them. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And also through the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line, the number 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. Listen to the voice prompts and leave me your message. I might even use your message in a future episode of Weather Jazz. Well, we've got Open Line Friday coming around, working on something, and I hope it works out. No matter what, it's always going to be interesting, but sometimes we can really go off topic. Sometimes those are just plain old fun. You know, it's kind of humid. It's not exactly warm. It's not exactly cool. It's in between. You can't turn on the heat and you can't turn on the AC. It's just a really strange time right now in Ohio and perhaps for you too. But the weather pattern looks like it may change as we head into the latter half of October. I mentioned that in episode number 243. I hope you'll check that out as well. So we'll see you on Friday with an Open Line Friday edition right here on Weather Jazz. See you then. Weather 
and science across the globe. Across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.